Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Do meetings in the office. I hate doing meetings in the office unless it's a really private kind of a thing and the person asks for it. Because in breaking bread, we get real with each other. It may take a minute, we may have to do it two or three times, but eventually we get real when we share meals with other people. Isn't that true? You see the real person when you go out to eat with them you can get a better idea for who they are. Almost everyone drops their guard a little when you go out to eat with them. Pastor Robert will be teaching about this concept, koinonia, that the Bible introduces here in the book of Acts. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 2 as he continues his message, continuing in Koinonia. He says, your fellow citizens are with the saints, members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. You and I are being built together, he says. Koinonia. Activity number three that I want you to notice from verse... 42 there, Acts 2.42, says the believers were spending time together every day breaking bread. Again, verse 46 says they were born from house to house. They were breaking bread together. You see, they had koinonia at the level of the Spirit, and it made them want the fellowship. It made them want to break bread together. They needed to share some meals. They needed time with other believers. They wanted connection. People can be taught in classrooms, but koinonia is not going to happen in a classroom. Real discipleship is not going to happen in a classroom. Not unless you bring in like a truckload of pizza, and then maybe. Seriously, because when people have a meal together, when you actually sit down together, whether it's on a blanket at the beach or in the park at a picnic table, back here in the cafe or in a restaurant or whatever, when you sit down on a regular basis and have meals together, the facades come apart. They come apart. It doesn't take very long when you start sharing meals together. For that unconscious wall that we all kind of put up between ourselves and other people, it begins to crumble when you start breaking bread together, especially if you do it 
in the person's home. You understand? I don't bring many people into my house, invite people over. Never have. There are a couple of reasons for that. Our house is tiny. We don't have a kitchen table. It's not big enough for a kitchen table. With the grandkids, Elizabeth got one of these little, you know, like a card table kind of a thing for toddlers. It's like that big with a couple of little toddler chairs. Because we haven't had a kitchen table, dining table, whatever you want to call it. We haven't had that for 20 years. The house is tiny. There's no room for it. That's one reason. The other reason is, to be quite honest, I don't want everybody in the whole world to know where I live. That's just me. I mean, I've always been real transparent with you guys about the fact that I'm a private person, right? But it's something God convicted me about. Now, ironically, we have literally moved several people in to live with us over the years. That's different for me. If I feel like God tells me, you need to help that one, move them in, okay. All right, that's different. If I invite you to my house for a meal, that's actually a bigger step for me than inviting you to live with me temporarily. Can't explain it. It is what it is. Part of it's the way I was raised. But see, when we start cooperating with the Holy Spirit, when we start cooperating with Jesus in the tearing down of that dividing wall, having meals together, koinonia develops. One of the personal convictions that that I've had, I'm not an office pastor. I'm never here in the office. Now, especially in the old days when we were in South Beach, if you wanted to find me, you could find me in a neighborhood coffee shop, usually. Meeting with somebody in a restaurant, meeting with somebody. I don't do meetings in the office. I hate doing meetings in the office, unless it's a really private kind of a thing and the person asks for it. Because in breaking bread, we get real with each other. It may take a minute. We may have to do it two or three times. But eventually, we get real when we share meals with other people. And that's why, listen, it's in your own best interest to do this. It's in your own best interest to get into some sort of little home group, especially those of you that are still meeting with us online. And if you'll reach out, we'll help you connect. But if you're still, you're sick like I said, or you know, you've got a chronic illness, or you care for someone, you're a caregiver for someone, you're like the main person taking care of your mom or your grandmother, your grandfather, whatever, and they're getting up there in age. Okay, totally understand it. You should not be gathering together just yet. But what you can do is connect with others, maybe one other couple or one other family, and you just form a little house church, meaning that you still do what you've been doing and you, you just do it with, a, with another couple or with another family. You invite them to come into your house or you invite yourself over to go to their house, you know, and you gather around the TV, the computer, whatever, and you join in with the worship online just like you've been doing. But now you're doing it with, with one or two other couples, one or two other families. Now, like I said, we'll help you if you just send me an email. We'll help you make the connection. The fourth activity, Prayer. Now, I don't want to get emails about this. It's not saying it's like 
the least important thing, number four on the list is prayer. No, I would put prayer at number one in terms of priority, but it was the last thing he mentioned in verse 42. Prayer. They prayed together. Now, here's what I want you to notice about all this stuff. None of these things were programs. Do you understand? None of these things were programs. It's just everybody knew the apostles, they're going to be at the temple such and such a time. The hour of prayer, right? They had different times, like three o'clock in the afternoon. They're going to be there. So everybody would go. Everybody would go. They'd take a break from work or whatever. Everybody would go so that they could be taught. Continuing steadfastly in that instruction. Every day. These things were just the natural byproduct. They were excited. They wanted to learn. They wanted to be taught. They wanted to gather together. The Holy Spirit was connecting them at the level of the Spirit, and they wanted more and more and more of that. And they wanted to pray together. They wanted to have the meals to break bread, and they wanted to pray together. I remember how exciting it was for me in the very beginning, just when people who love Jesus wanted to pray. And everything we did, it revolved around prayer. Everything. All of it. Because it was an excitement. When's the last time you got excited about the fact that God listens to you? I mean, come on, let's be real. Ain't that many people listening to you, right? Come on. Most people, when you're talking, you see their eyes glaze over. They're not listening to you. They are not listening. They, you, you hold their attention for about 10 seconds, and then they're thinking about lunch. Yeah, that's nice, you know, whatever. God listens. Almighty God listens. He's engaged. According to the Bible, he engages. They were excited to talk to him. They were excited to pray because they were being transformed by his spirit. They began bearing the fruit that naturally results from that. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.